Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. If you have children and you are currently separated or about to separate, this is a episode that mum wished everybody knew about, and it's about having a parenting plan and how it can protect you if things go bad. Hello, Mum. Hello, Laura. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Now, this sounds a little bit doom and gloomy and and the sky's falling in, but there are a lot of your clients and I have a feeling there's a lot of our listeners and people who have written in who, if they'd had a parenting plan, would be protected from what they're now going through. Yes. 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 It's a good piece of evidence. Yes. So you want everybody to know this. So we're going to talk about it. Can you tell us the premise of why a parenting plan can protect you? What happens in the beginning and and why people should have one? Okay. But a caveat first. Yes. Okay. Don't sign a parenting plan if it's really bad for you and and bad for the kids. Yes. But um, and so, it's general advice general only advice and it's only. Australian yep. family law. Yes. But so a parenting plan is is uh, different to a consent order. It's a very casual document that you can write. And if you have one that reflects what happens in the early stages of separation, my experience over the years, and I think the court's experience as well over the years, has been that the the at the early stages of separation, people are thinking about the children. They haven't started to be strategic mm-hmm. or m- manoeuvring themselves into positions for property settlement. And what decision they make just after separation is probably the more authentic version of what they think is good for the children. Mm-hmm. And so get that down in writing. It's not hard. You just put a write it down Mm. in whatever language you want. We talk about that in in an episode called The Twelve Agreements. Yep, that's right. But you don't even have to do 12 agreements. Basically what you're saying is if you've got a parenting plan, it can protect you from the other person using the kids as a pawn. Absolutely. In their property negotiations. That's right. And also if they bring an application for more time Mm -hmm. or something different, the court has to consider this parenting plan. You can wave that around and say, well, this is what we agreed before it became an issue so, and it seemed to work well. Okay, so a parenting plan's not legally binding, but it is proof, if you've it's, both signed yeah. it, of what has been going on. Yes. And so have you noticed with your clients, when does it go from, well, I guess they don't come and see you till it goes to this, mm, but what are the, what are the, the trigger story. points from... Everything was going well. We were doing what was best mm-hmm. for the kids. The kids were seeing parents based on when they wanted to see them or what was what, what was we good. normally would have done. Yeah, yeah. but then available. X happened. Yeah, and now they want the kids fifty fifty or one hundred percent of the yeah. time. So what trigger points may occur for our listeners? Yeah, or have occurred for your members and your yeah. your so, people. Yes, so people do come and see me um, at different stages, but I always get the story. So. These are the things I've identified. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is they've been to, the other side's been to see a lawyer and realised that having the children less than a particular amount was mm. is going to negatively impact the amount of property they get. Right, um, and that, therefore the more time they've got the kids, the more likely they are to get a bigger share of the property. And I'm sorry to say, but people then start, you know, wanting extra time. Oh God. Um, Sometimes if they go and talk to a lawyer or talk to a mate about child support, mm. they might think, oh, I better get some more nights with these kids. And you'll see some very weird contortions about 
oh, well, you know, you pick them up from school, drop them over to my place, I'll have them for the night and then you get them in the morning because they're counting nights for child support and oh, things. Oh, my goodness. So that's, it's reprehensible, um, but it is what people do. So they do it for financial. They may do it to punish you if you've got a new partner mm. and they find out about it. Mm. They might go, well, that's it. Or if you decide to go for property settlement, well, that's it. I'm not agreeing on the kids anymore. Or spousal maintenance. Yeah, if you go for maintenance from them. Mm. And sometimes, and this happens a lot, I think, when when we look at, we think about why suddenly it's not okay to keep doing what the parties have been doing for a couple of years. Mm. Um, Sometimes it's because your ex has got a new partner and doesn't want to look bad in front of their new partner. Mm. Uh, and the new partner can be, you know, the, like, um, I'm sorry, but I have to say, it's usually the fathers. And my theory is, and it's only a theory, oh God, is mom. that, oh, you can cut it out if you don't want me to say, <laughs> but that but that their girl, new girlfriends don't want to think that their new boyfriend doesn't want, want to see, to see his children. Yeah. Mm. And and I don't know if that's right about what they think, but I do know that your ex getting a new partner is a huge trigger for suddenly wanting, time. wanting more time. Yep, wanting more time. So and we have had some people write into us recently mm. um, who do listen to us who mm. are the fathers or they are the partners of the of fathers. fathers. Yes. And I do believe there's some genuinely – like helpless men out there of course that are just they've been coerced and they've yeah. been controlled and they give up yeah. i do feel like oh, they I do, do. That. for the sake of the kids they're just like okay screw they're it bullied. Yep. screw it i don't want to put the kids through this i'm just going to take a step back which would be so hard and, I, and it and it breaks my heart to think that those men out there are thinking we're targeting them but yeah, we're not no. and um, we know there's good my, my partner is a good Dad oh, and my yeah. husband of thirty years is a good man. Yeah, so we know got, I've got sons, and and we also know that the women that are listening to help their hus their new husbands are also good people. Of course, of course. But Mum is talking about a particular type of people that yes. just are in it for show, yeah, maybe. or for money, yeah. They, then, yeah, I think that's right. I mean, you only end up. In court, if someone's unreasonable, mm. and it is this, this is I think a flow on with a lot of cases. And I do acknowledge that the men have this issue as well. Mm. Um, you can be tricked into signing something. Yeah. Do you know though? Um, to any men who are listening and are thinking about just giving up and stepping back, it's mm. very seldom that the women do it. Do it. Mm. But if you think it's just so hard and the kids are copying it and it's just you'll wait until they're eighteen. I read a uh, survey once of children where that had happened Mm. and those kids, um, and this nearly makes me cry, they said they felt like they were abused twice, Uh, once by the person who wouldn't let them see the other parent Mm. and once by the other parent who gave up. So there's, you know... So it, it's it's, it's a, hard. It's a no win, isn't it? You've got to keep on the tug of war, or so so. There's a persistent thing that they need to know you wanted to see them. You know that you're trying. Yeah. They know that you're trying, and yeah. and I guess it. You know, there's that old way of the court being so long and dragging on yes. so long that people do give up. So maybe this new system and the speediness of it may help. I think, but realistically. On the whole, statistically wise, mm. as you've seen in your practice and we've yeah. seen in the stats, it is the women 
that are having this happen to them. Yes. And the child support element seems to play a factor. You're saying when it was brought in by, was it Peter Dutton? Mm -hmm. Was it Peter Dutton? Yes, Peter. (laughs) So Peter Dutton has a lot to answer for. Yeah, um, and Philip Ruddock. But when they brought that in. Not that I hold a grudge. That that it seemed to become (laughs) more of a fight than it used to be. Yes. And you know what? I mean, the discussion paper that came out for these changes to the law that are coming up, hallelujah. Yes. That it said that, you know, as soon as that 2006 amendment came in where the court had to consider equal shared care and if they considered equal shared care, it had to be equal time, mm. consider equal time, There's the, st- the discussion paper says straight out that the statistics seem to bear out the fact that the a uh, lot of the time the um, men particularly were just going for equal time because of financial reasons, either mm-hmm. property settlement or child support. So it's not just me and what I think. Yeah, it seems it's to be. Yes, it, well, it's very hard to statistically prove, but if the Attorney General's Department thinks that, mm. I mean, there must be. They've canvassed a lot of people, mm. and so I can say I've seen a lot. We've had seventeen years yeah. of kids who, instead of naturally falling into the pattern that would best suit the children. Mm. Um, It has become all about fair to the parents, which is just a big mistake. So these new changes that hopefully will come through Mm. uh, are going to take away the requirement for equal shared care um, and equal time and instead look at the best interests of the children. Hallelujah. So those dads that are out there listening and Mm. their their new partners that that are good intentions, I guess their job in the court then, if they are going to court, is to prove that it's not for financial, which is kind of sad. It's hard. No. Well, you know, just like women have to prove they're not doing parental alienation. Mm. I think... um, I think, look, I have a lot of male clients. Yeah. Probably as, I think it's about 50-50 male and female clients. Yeah. And, um, oh, I see what they go through. It's terrible. Mm. But there are all these men's support groups, mm. Laura, and mm. they've been around since the 70s. Yeah. But women really haven't. Mm. Um, and, and a lot of women we're seeing are women who's who've got quite high-powered husbands, mm. you know, in businesses or jobs that where they're away. So they have the majority care of the children from the beginning. And then whatever it is that makes the, them, the other person competitive and, and, you know, driven and ambitious, that, that person, that they turn into, into the divorce yeah. and then they want the 50-50 and they want the, you know, yeah. so, so yeah. it, and it's just a business deal for them. Mm. So that's what has happened. So the best, whether you're a man or a woman, mm. a mum or a dad, or a mum and a mum and a dad and a dad, whatever you are, the best protection for you for when if you do have someone on the other side who is going to be motivated by money mm. or all of these other reasons is to have a parenting try, plan. Try to get a parenting plan. Have so, a parenting plan at go. And if you don't it, have one and you're listening now, go get one. <laughs> it doesn't have to be typed. It doesn't even have to be on a blank piece of paper. You can write it in your diary or in your book somewhere and ask them to sign both sign, and it can be worded um, in in the way you talk, not the silly legal mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So just it might be something like Ben and, and Bev agree that the three kids will spend these many days at mum's and then go to dad's for football and, and these many days in the second week. And look, it might be 50-50 is perfect mm. if you think that's good for the kids. Mm. Um, it might be that... Um, both of you need to work and you can structure your work so the children can spend time at each household. Mm. Um, but if it's 
if it's a case that they haven't spent a lot of time with one of the parents, it's a bit rough to be trying to remedy that as well as, say, the kids suddenly seeing more of a parent that they haven't had a lot to do with, as well as they're coping with the separation itself. Mm. You know, they leave seeing their main parent less. Yeah. It's just, it just gets messy. So basically with a parenting plan, you've also said, uh, like, for example, if you've got someone who's never around and you're like, they're they're never around, I'm never going to have to worry about that. (laughs) People think that, don't Mm, they? they And then when child support happens or property settlement finally comes around, all of a sudden they're not they're not disappeared, they're back. And they're parent of the year. And they want to be parent of the year. So you were saying some ways that you can keep that as proof of a plan of how things have been going is to send an email and say, hi, Johnny, or hi, Mary, just double checking, you're still okay with um, me having the kids for the entire holidays, or you're okay with me doing all the school pickups. Yes, like, so that's a bit blunt. Okay. I, I'd be more subtle. <laughs> I don't speak in yeah. lawyer speak, but go yeah, ahead. No, Tell no, everybody I'm what no, to more do. Subtle. This is a subtle so, way of okay. getting a plan so, kind of Dear proof. Jenny, dear Jenny, oh, hi, Jenny, um, I'm just checking. You want the kids back on the 18th, is that right? Mm. And that'll be enough, you know, 18th. Okay. Or, or um, even something like, you know, um, I'm picking – I can pick the kids up for the next two weeks, but on Wednesday of the third week, I've got an office meeting. Are you okay to pick them up then? Mm. So just subtle. <laughs> and so the reason, Mum, it's really good, because, mm. and we say this a lot, is to start as you mean to go on, yeah. is because if that other person all of a sudden decides, whether it is because of the child support or property girlfriend, settlement boyfriend, or a new girlfriend whatever. or a new boyfriend, yep. they all of a sudden want to be mm. in their lives full-time all the time. What happens if you go to court? Say someone's just been completely like mm. irrelevant and comes over <coughs> once a month to see the kids mm. and then you get to property settlement and all of a sudden they're, no, I want 50-50 with mm. the kids. Mm. If you provide the judge with the parenting plan, what mm. protection does that provide someone? Well, the, it, the court will see that's what everyone thought was a reasonable thing at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can't make a, an order for children without first considering that parenting plan. Okay. You know, as you were talking, I think we're being a little unfair. There's one other reason people might suddenly want 50-50, and that is they just realise what they're losing. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's, you know, that's heartbreaking for them. Mm. But it's a bit late mm. and it. It's not thinking about the kids yeah. because if they're, you know, you need to build that up gradually and and with agreement mm-hmm. and the kids need to get used to it. But, you know, if that was the way you you had your life organised, well, then that's the way it is. You mm-hmm. can't go rewriting history if you've got a parenting plan yes. or you've documented it somehow. With so if you don't have a parenting plan, I guess it's not too late to turn it around if you can. If, if Yeah, if you've got an arrangement that's working well for the kids. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, get it in writing. And if not, just, yeah, you know, so subtly you, confirm it. So you were saying the judge has to give a reason why the current plan yes. is no longer good. Good for the children. They have to consider the parenting plan, yeah. Okay. So, but it's also very evidentiary. And, and like I said, the judges know, I think the judges know, because I certainly do, that the more authentic um, arrangement, the child's most comfortable arrangement is usually what was happening immediately after separation. Mm, yeah. Mind you, some people do have meltdowns or 
Oh, yes. You know, go off, like, if you found out your ex was cheating on you yes. with 17 different women and, and then you just lose yeah. your mind, like, I can see that, that happening. That happens. That yeah, happens. I can and, see that happening. But, you know, you, it when it comes to the court, the court, you know, the, the court just sees that someone left the house and didn't mm. and left the kids there. So you've really just got to really, really hard. be strategic right from the start. Well, and people can't be, but luckily the court's starting to understand the role of coercive control mm. in those things and how damaged you can be yeah. from coercive control. And this is men and as well as women. Yes, definitely. But, you know, I'm looking forward, like I won't be in practice to see it, but I think in 20, 30 years' time there's going to be a change and there won't be an imbalance of power in mm. marriages, mm. you know. <laughs> We've moved a lot from now, like from when I first started. Um, you know, uh, when I had um, my first, when I had your sister, 78, yeah. Yeah. there was a big discussion about whether the father should be allowed in the suite. Okay. Um, and, you know, I wasn't sure right up till the last minute what I felt about <laughs> it. Um, and so it was, um, so, and things are changing. Things are really changing, you know, and there are men of, um, you know, your father, father's age who never changed a nappy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so th this is changing and there's more involvement with both parents in yes. work and home. Thank goodness. And, yeah. And I think it's good for the children. Yeah. Yeah. I like your positive take on that, Mum. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I think when it comes down to it though, it is a topic we don't talk about and we skirt around it a lot. But are children being used as pawns in the family court? You're invited to our free webinar. Whether you're stuck at the beginning of deciding to divorce or you're struggling to find your way through the legal jargon and fear of the unknown of the legal process, we are here to empower you to take control. Join us to learn what steps you can take, followed by a live Q&A where you get Lynn, my amazing mum and family law accredited specialist, to answer your questions. All you have to do is go to www.thedivorcecourse.com.au and click on Reserve My Seat. Register now for our free webinar to help you make the best decision for your future. We'll see you there. Hurry, spaces are limited, so don't miss out. Register today. Are children being used as pawns in the family court? Because Hell yes. we hear it from uh, oh yes. so many people. Yes. And what does the court do about it? Well, when it gets a chance to look at all the evidence mm. and hear people in the witness box, mm. um, it can pick up that strategic use of children. Mm. You know, it's a disgusting thing that happens. What you have to do, if the other side is being strategic, you've got to be careful how you act because they will always have two sides to a coin. One side is that how wonderful they are. Mm. The other side is going to be how rubbish you are. Mm -hmm. And so you do have to kind of, without becoming hysterical or strident, you do have to um, hold yourself up. And we talk about like when they, they'll try and create evidence sometimes, write things that are just absolute nonsense in in one of the apps. And, and you think, oh, God, I've got to respond to that again. Mm. You know, so we've got an episode on that. episode we did do, we really mm. need to respond to that, which went massively yeah. crazy around the world. <laughs> yeah. So if you yeah. if you are dealing with that, with where they try and shoot your parenting down. Yes. So you're a bad parent. Yes. Uh, or uh, as you've said, Mum, the accusations, false accusations of abuse, false oh. accusations of alienation. alienation. Yeah. It seems to be the go-to buttons and and 
alienation isn't really a thing. It's not actually a psychologically Mm. proven thing, I don't think. I think it was – and it's kind of been a a thing that's been taken by a lot of the men's rights groups I've seen as their weapon. Do you know, I'm trying to think of a case where a child was – alienated from a genuinely loving parent or someone they genuinely loved mm. at the beginning and that, that there's usually more to it than that yeah i think i think maybe alienation isn't what people are saying like maybe alienation is a thing but a lot of the time it's just either the kid just doesn't want to go it might be someone's personality or it might be yeah. just not a nice person yeah. to be around or it could be that the whole you know it's not alienating it's just that that's how the the cards fell with time yeah. spent, but and it is a, it's a yucky subject yeah. that I don't really want to talk about no. in this episode. But, but it will protect you from that. Yeah, and and you've got to each parent and the court looks for this. I think has to take responsibility for their own relationship with the children. Mm. You can't just you can't say blame, it's someone else. You can't blame the dad or the mum. No, if the kid doesn't like the dad or the mum. They don't like you. I, I've never met a kid who doesn't like their parent. That's right. They all love them. No matter how bad they are, yeah. they love their parents, right? Yes. So I think I think it's I think when it comes to using children as a pawn, it's uh, how can people protect themselves? When it's like so say someone it's all clicking along, tickety boo, they've been mm. following their thing. Um and then all of a sudden they apply for child support. And then the parent's like, no way, mm, 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 mm. no way, I want some mm. more time so I don't have to pay as much child support. I'm going to get it in that bracket yeah. of this amount. Yes. What can someone do apart from using their parenting plan to protect them from that? Well, I think do a chronology. You can't stop them doing things, mm-hmm. but sometimes you can. it's like pointing out the bleeding obvious. So mm-hmm. you, do a chrono- you do your time frame yeah. and we separate it. And then on the right-hand side, you say what the arrangement was and then, you know, how long it went from March until June or, or to whatever this year. And then I applied for child support. This this date, I applied for child support. This date, they've asked for more time. Okay. okay. You know, so just kind of allow the court to see and, and make the allegation if you think that's what happened. Okay. Um, or at so least state the out. fact. Point it out. Yeah. Have you ever told anyone to just stop child support? And then that way they'll get the kids. Stop, stop. So child. just say no. I don't want child support. Oh, I I'll see. keep the kids. I can't reveal oh, um, that yeah. sort of advice, but I I believe there are times where people have to just say, well, look, you know, I won't ask for child support if you don't want more time with the kids. I'm mm. sure they do that mm. in the background. I and have I- heard that child support can avoid getting money from the parent oh, if there's and if there's DV, been domestic violence yes. and the government will provide you like a child support kind of purpose yes. instead. Um I don't know about that. I think what happens is um I think your benefit is reduced by the amount of child support you're getting mm. and if and or by the amount of child support you should get. Ah. Uh-huh, even if you haven't applied. But if you haven't applied for a good reason, mm. then you won't be penalized. Okay. All yeah. right, well, that's something to consider. Mm. Are there any other ways people can protect themselves apart from having a parenting plan being like, this is what mm. we've been doing for this long. Mm. It was only when X came along or only yeah. when property settlement was started. Yeah. I, it, again, it's just, yeah, evidence of how it was before. Like status quo used to be a thing. Like whatever the kids were doing before, that's what they had to do going forward. And there was a lot of criticism about that, but I, I didn't think it was that bad a system mm. in the short term, at least until a trial, you know, mm. until everything had been explored. Mm. But sometimes you do need to show that 
you were doing most of the heavy lifting. So, for instance, if you were signing them out of kindy or whatever, get those sheets, right? evidence of that. Yeah. You know, just... Keep a diary like Keep we always diary. say. Yep. Keep a diary. Yep. And if you are got wobbly boots on because you're mm. dealing emotionally with a horrible mm. breakup, remind yourself that it, your behaviour in the early stages can mm. be used against you. Do you know, for the people who can't write things down because they're so stressed, mm. um, I think a lot of people can still text or even Video? talk. Um, yeah, but the, there's no need to video yourself necessarily, but you can record how you're feeling mm. um, and what happened, mm. like audio record on your thing, or you can voice to text yeah. in your notes on your phones, yeah. um, just so there's a record there and you can, when you're feeling stronger, you can go back and, and do it. Do it. Yeah. Um, I think there there's a lot of uh, benefit to handwriting things because of the therapeutic benefit of it, but um, it might be seen by the kids or yeah. it might make you feel even sadder, whereas if you can just quickly dictate or, or record your feelings mm. and keep that as a kind of audio diary, that might help. Okay. So if you're listening right now, you've got like unofficial setup of, of yep, who has what with the kids. Use this as your sign from the universe to get it mm. documented. Somehow. Somehow. So that if child support, property, a new partner, moving or whatever the reason mm. is, all of a sudden they want to come in and be parent of the year mm. and the kids are going to be like, what? Because yeah. it's going to be disruptive for the parents. Use that parenting plan as your protection. Yeah. Now we've got uh, an episode called The Parenting Agreement, 12 Agreements. Yes. Uh, you can check that out. We've also got When Amicable Goes Wrong. Yes. I think you should check that one out as well. Have you got any words of advice, Mum, for anyone right now who is now going through this? Mm. Mm. Don't be tricked into signing something that you're not happy with. Mm. Okay. You've don't. said that. Yeah, that's important. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, other than that, I think, no, just focus on the children. You've got to not only be a good parent, you've got to set, be seen to be a good parent. Mm. And so you may be battling it a little bit, mm. um, but you need to have faith, I guess, that the court will pick pick up on the false narrative because the very fact that I can talk about it from my experience means that it's, your, your partner might think they're the first person to think of this, mm. but it's not uncommon at all. And the fact that the Attorney-General's department even acknowledges yeah. it um, is there's going to be a little bit of wariness there. So it's sad that this is even a thing, mm. but the way to protect yourself, worst case scenario, is you get your parenting plan yep. and then that way you know you can say, hey, now, if you've got an amicable person, parenting plan, easy peasy. It might be all you ever need. You can even go to Relationships Australia yep, and, and you can book you. a session. They'll help you write it. Yep. Bob's your uncle. It's done. And you might never need court orders. No, you might never need it. But, mother, <laughs> what if they're avoidant and they don't want to write or look at anything? Who's this, our clients, our, our members? No, or no, the, the other, other side. side. So you, so, so say one of the listeners, they've got the kids pretty much most of the time. Mm. They're happy with how everything is. Yep. They just want it documented in case they know property settlement might be coming up soon. Yep. They don't want to have to deal with children yep. issues as and well. And I guess you've got to be careful there that if asking them to sign something might snap them into action as well. Okay. So, again, I think I'd be using some way of just recording it 
in conversations between you both, you mm-hmm. know. Are you allowed to do that? No, I don't mean record, record. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goodness. No, no, general advice only. Some some states you can in Queen in Australia, but gosh, I don't know the other. Yeah, other all rest. over the world. Forget knows what what the I mean are. is don't document. Record. Document okay. it. So have your photos of you with the kids at kindy. Just don't make it obvious, but, you know. Okay. And, and uh you know, and then that way you've got the proof. Yeah, you've got the proof there. Oh, and I hope it doesn't go bad for you. Could you have a little calendar and just wrote, took kids to school? Yeah, some people kids did that. Kids some stayed people, in my house. I know someone who had the world's smallest little black diary thing and they just wrote their initials. Um, the, there's something valuable about a contemporaneous record, mm. but, of course, you could always have bought a fresh one and gone back and done it That's from the beginning. True. So. It's it's got to be um, fairly so photo yeah. proof and and maybe an email just yeah. saying hey I'm dropping Johnny over to you. But I see. So looking forward, the court, courts are going to be looking forward to what's best for the children, not mm. not um, so much at their history. Okay, but um, I think the court is going to have to look at. Uh, who's done the majority of the care of the children yeah. and and what's best for the kids going forward. Mm. The fact that they're removing the equal shared care yes. um, means they've acknowledged that. So that's something that's happening in Australia in Hopefully. the near future yep. it if should the go government f- pushes it through. It's Yeah, so the government's on board with it. Um, I don't know about the opposition uh, in Australia, but they think it might get through the courts by Christmas, uh, through the parliament by Christmas. But didn't Peter Dutton bring it in? Yes, so he's going to obviously not be thrilled Great. about it. Okay. Um, and so I, I don't know how it'll go, but I think, you know, it should go through parliament, I think. And it's um, removing the statement that says equal shared mm-hmm. is the presumption. And, yeah, that's right. It's okay. removing that presumption. Mm. Uh, and that allows the court to go back to pretty well what what it used to be, which is look at all of the factors mm. about a child's welfare and see what's what's right for them. So maybe the parenting plan will be even more important in the yeah, future. maybe. And don't forget, you can put things in a parenting plan like you can put Zoom calls or games. I mean, it, they don't have to physically be over there yeah. sleeping that night. Yeah. Um, I think that the Act, uh, the Family Law Act is a little bit behind the times in that mm. because we are a digital generation and if the court's hearing cases by Zoom, um, the court, no one's really explored whether a child can uh, have uh, or can foster a better relationship with a parent through Zoom calls. I'm sure they can, mm. uh, you know, where it, they don't have to be over there yes. in their pyjamas sleeping the night. Oh, but know. I love cuddles. Yes, I know. Darling. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cuddle. Everyone has Zoom. shares. Yeah. What about manipulative and controlling when it comes to a parenting plan? Mm, don't sign it if it's not right for you. Okay. But how, what about, is there anything in the parenting plan that they should be extra careful, careful about? about? I think you should be careful if you're getting a divorce and they write a little narrative in the divorce document and want you to sign it as a joint person. That's manipulative and controlling. Where they might put what the kids are currently doing or what their plans are for the children. They try to well, that's expand in the divorce that document. in the divorce document. So be careful with manipulative and controlling. Um, that's another, but that's a bit of a sidebar. But yeah. yes, um, so yeah, I think. I think you'd be very wary to sign anything that didn't sit right with you and your gut. Yeah, okay. With the kids, because you will set a precedent, and do you, it could work against. Do you get the a kids. lawyer to check a parenting plan? Most people don't. Okay, get uh, somebody else to read it. 
Maybe, but you it's never really in flowery language. It's yeah. usually just, you know, I'll pick Jimmy up from school these days. You pick him up on those days. If okay. he's sick, I'll have him. If, you know, I'll yeah. have Easter this year, you have Easter next year, that sort of thing. Okay. So it doesn't need to be formally written up, just something everyone agrees on. Okay. And what about high conflict? Yes, well. What if they're, they're all attempt- over the shop and you're just like <laughs> – what day do you want Jimmy this week? And yeah. they're like, oh, I don't know. I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah, that's in your advantage. So don't lock anything in until you know what's working for the kids. Right. Don't set anyone up for failure. Okay. They're more you. Yeah. Um, and if you do an agreement with them and then they don't they don't pick them up when they're supposed to and you end up doing all the heavy lifting, it's very hard to prove the agreement wasn't being followed. Mm. Yeah. To keep evidence mm. if they don't turn up. If they up. don't turn up, yeah. Okay. Such well, a sad what subject. What a yucky thing to talk about, but it is, it, yeah. it's something you know, that needs to be talked yeah, about. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there who just really suddenly realise that they can't have their kids with them every night. That's the mums and the dads, whatever mm. side you're on. Mm. Uh, you took it for granted. You mightn't have made a special reading story thing, but you knew they were there. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the hardest things about separation. Mm. But let's not make it any harder for the kids. Yeah, let's make it about the kids. Yeah. And, yep. and in the end, it is about the kids. Mm. And I guess both parents are adults Absolutely. and can deal with uh, separation and issues evolving around not seeing their kids as often, probably a lot better than the kids can deal with, whoever it is that they want to be around Oh, the kids the can't deal with the it. The kids need, yeah. You've got to shield them. We're going to end up with a whole bunch of these poor kids who need to go to counselling every five days because they're, you know, they're not coping because all of this, using the children as a pawn. pawn. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So, look, this uh, uh, this was literally just a message to put it out there. Mm. If you don't have a parenting plan yet, get one. Mm. Our course, the divorce course, mm. DIY Blueprint, we walk you through how to do a parenting plan and we also walk you through how to make it consent orders. Consent orders, orders yep. It's really important to have that as your protection. Yep. And it's stability for the children. And if you do get as far as consent orders that you're happy with Mm -hmm. and get them done, Mm -hmm. um, the court uh, can't, the other party can't change them unless there's been a dramatic change in circumstances. They can't go back to the court and say, oh, I'd like an extra night or I'd like to. So it's really locking it in and saving the kids from a lot of stress. So if the parenting plan works for you, think about taking it to the next step. Mm, Because once it's locked in, it's locked in. It's locked in. Pretty much. And uh, that. Uh, they're, they're thinking of putting in the new legislation that you can't just go back for no reason. If you've got orders, that they, they are the orders. Save the kids from going through years and years of and this. And that'll, that'll hopefully put a stop to post-separation abuse. I hope. Well, yes. Hopefully. It should do. Because you can't go back. <laughs> yeah. Well, you couldn't really go back before, but they didn't have it in the legislation. Right. Yeah. Because okay, that's so Rice and arguable. Asplund. Rice and Asplund. Good girl. Right. Yes. You're if anybody well. is being dragged back to court. Mm. Yep. I say, yeah, I Mom say says. think about, <laughs> I think about, um, yeah, Rice and Asplund and perhaps the new legislation. And it's just not in the kids' best interest. We all know mm. that if one of, if one or both of the parents are in distress, how's your parenting going? You know, you, mm. you know, you can't do your best. Mm. Um, well, that was a horrible topic, Mum, but thank you for <laughs> sharing that pearl of wisdom. Hopefully, maybe a thousand people who listen, we will save them a lot of drama. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. And the kitties. Okay. Yep. okay. All right. Bye, everyone. Wishing Bye. you all the best. Next one needs to be a happy one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.
If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. By doing so, you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you. Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording.